Uh, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Self Achievement Network. My name is Dominic, and I am here with author Allie West. She is the person behind the passion like a year ago, and she is returning back to the network. It's kind of like Shark Tank. Back to the tank. Yes. <laughs> Hi, Allie. How are you? I'm doing fabulous. How are you, Dominique? It's good to be here again. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Good to have you back. I, uh, it's, I'm doing great. I mean, I'm here in Chicago, and it is windy. It's all windy out there today, and uh, we don't have snow this week, which is great. That's amazing. Temperature's starting to go up a little bit, and you are there in Germany. And what part of Germany are you in? So I am in uh, the... The country or the uh, state is Rhineland Platz, but I live in an area called Kuzel. And so I'm in Kuzel, Germany. And uh, the really cool thing, I should have flipped how I did this. It's already night here, of course. And so I'm looking out of my window and all the city lights and the town. I live up in the mountain. I'm looking down on the town. My husband says, I picked this house because he, I think I'm a queen. I was like, not think. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I can look down on my subjects. That's what he says. <laughs> you elevated yourself from princess to queen. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so I'm just here queening in Germany. <laughs> Looking wow. out at the town at my subjects and having this wonderful time with you. Oh, thank you. That's great. So, yeah, I mean, well, you're back here because you have your second book is done. It's published. It's in it's it's like in the flesh, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, here, I'll, so I'll hold up your first book. The one okay. That you so kindly sent to me. Yes. And you I'll hold, hold up, up the your new book. One. Okay. Just someone needs to screenshot that. That is amazing. So yes, Allie West, A Dressed Up Mess was the first book that I released in 2019. And the new book, Still a Mess, is my second release. And I released this just uh, last Tuesday, which was my birthday on my 50th birthday. I had a double celebration because I birthed my new baby. Uh, Still a Mess. The journey continues. And uh, I'm so freaking excited. I've never imagined that this would be where we are. And it's just an amazing, incredible journey. Like you said, it's been about a year or so since we talked last. I was actually just getting into the U.S., starting my book tour prior to Corona. And um, you got stuck in the States. Yeah, I got stuck in the States for about three months. Uh, oh my God, it's just been an, an, an incredible year. And part of that stuck was a reset. Like, and I know that COVID is very real and people have had experienced loss. Um, this is how I look at it. With anything, we, we're going to have loss and transition. Like we have loss for everything. This is what the focus is right now. This is what the drive is right now. I am not taking this light from anyone. I know people who have passed away. I know people who have had it. I don't take it lightly, but I really think that that time we had to reset and it slowed everything down and it slowed life down. And it really kind of like, you know, a parent saying, get in the house, sit your butt down and don't come out till I say so. Mm -hmm. That's what it felt like. But in that reset for someone like me, who's a jet setter, pew, go here, go there, go there and never stop. It forced me to stop. It, it forced me to rethink how I would show up and it forced me to rethink how I would do business. And one of the things is very interesting because you're the self-achievement network is one of the things I did not value in all my career when I was in education, early education for over 20 years in Atlanta, 
I never valued networking. I'm a people person. I meet people and if I meet them, cool. If I don't, cool. I never really valued networking. Well, COVID changed that. I had to start going into groups. I had to find where the authors were, find where the readers were. You know, uh, people like you who have these wonderful platforms where people are able to tell their stories. I was able to get connected because it made me stop and force me in an uncomfortable position. We know I'm never short of words. I love to talk. I just never value networking. And so now I probably kind of like the, you know, the queen, but the networking queen, like now I'm talking to everybody. I'm thinking, how can I make this connection? And it's funny because I've always been a connector for other people, but in terms of for myself, I just never saw it. And this reset made me do that. And it changed my life. I now have contacts in multiple countries, uh, get to come back to shows like this with people like you, because I've had that connection. And um, it's just taught me to value peace, uh, value stillness, value alone time and value human connection and contact. Mm -hmm. uh, it, 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 you either soared, fail, or didn't make it through. Mm -hmm. And I soar. And so it's been an incredible journey, though, though, you know, all the twists and turns, like a good book with plot twists and turns and and everything happening. But if you stay focused on your purpose, creator made sure for those who stay focused on their purpose and was open to new beginnings that you soared. And so even though it's been in the midst of chaos, uh, I've been able to soar. And so have you. That's awesome. <laughs> Totally awesome. And so, yeah, I mean, again, congratulations on all your success. You're doing the right things. You're definitely doing the right things necessary in order for you to evolve whatever, you know, in your new journey, your new path. This, I give us a bigger, like a big picture. So this is one of, in a series of four. This is number one. Yes. That one you have is number two. Tell us the name again. That one again. Still? Still a mess. Still a mess. <laughs> So but address the like, mess like I'm still a mess. <laughs> I get that. And you get so it? like the earlier part of your life. Yes. This is the, the next whatever you want to call it, lifetime part of your, you know. So let's say one to one, teens to 30 or teens to 40. So basically, well, no, actually, here's what happened. So book one is actually kind of my midlife crisis, like turn 40 and have to move back in the house with your mom and dad. <laughs> Because life just kind of yeah, life just kind of said smack, made some decisions that weren't the best decisions, and and life paid made me pay for those decisions, and so I had to reset. Like, look, the reset, something about this reset, and I moved back home at nearly age forty, literally in my parents' house, and I was like, oh no, this can't be too long. So I got out of there really quickly, but I was back in my hometown for almost three years. And this book is about my book series is about that kind of coming to realization of who I am uh, from my mess to my masterpiece. So the book series is titled uh, Addressing the Mess. So you have book one, which you have is a dressed up mess. It's like the discovery that I was a mess. Like how freaking crazy was that? I thought I had it all together. Right. I had job and titles and cars and and all this, you know, degrees. And then I was a hot mess, an internal hot mess. So I had to go home and, and reset. Yeah, I know <laughs> you were a hot mess because it's all written in here. Yes. This is like so <laughs> wrong. A couple of times I flipped the page. I was like, whoa, I, 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 my face turned red. 
I can make you blush. I made grown men blush in that book because it is a very in your face, direct encounter of what I was dealing with. So I tell people that, you know, my books are not for kids. This is not PG. This is real life stuff. There's, there's sex, there's cursing, there's depression. There's like, it sounds like fiction. It reads like fiction, but it's for real, like mental health issues. It's all this stuff that I'm dealing with, but yet I come out the door and I'm like, face made up and I look like there's no cutting to wear like the peacock on the front of the book but internally I was internal chaos just in complete yes he did blush someone said he doubt if is you blushed he did ask him he said he turned red this book is serious Don so um oh my god I'm just in your face telling my story like it is unapologetically and whoever doesn't like their role in it, they should have behaved better. And so I'm exposing all these people in my life and including myself for what it is. And so, so then as I was healing in that process, I started out journaling, turned to a book. So I was just journaling and then it would get to spaces where it'd be too hard to write. So I throw the book or slam the computer down, curse it out, cry, or go into my closet and roll around in fetal position, rocking back and forth like, God, you hate me. Why? You know, and then I have to come back out six months later or a year later, write some more. <laughs> so it took seven years. And it finally took at the time I was working with this book coach to say, you can write another book. You don't have to put your whole life in one. I'm like, but I got so much to say. Reality check. So that was that one. Something uh, when crazy re rains, when crazy rains. Yes. There's another one in here that I like, Disco Dan. Oh, yes. <laughs> Escape plan. Gotta go. Sometimes Here we go. Gotta get out of this one. Have a good escape plan, guys. Sometimes yep. you need to get the hell up out of there. <laughs> this is amazing. I, I just, this is so cool. I was waiting for, looking for it in front. You don't list the them up here list all what? One. list the the, the the chapter titles all on one page but that's fine oh it's not are you sure it's a cable content hold on it should be did we miss that <laughs> i think you're right how did no 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 oh, wait no. you know what they are they're right here they I are. it's they right were, yes the pages were stuck together right okay I, I was going how did we do that yes how did so i end up it? here that's a good one i mean <laughs> who can relate to that right how did i end up here <laughs> His name is Austin. Happily ever after, here we come. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> <That's what I'm laughs> You've been like, your journey has been like. Rrr, yes, rrr, yes, <laughs> definitely. And, and, and I had to do it in a transparent, authentic way so that people who needed to know that you can look the part. That's what was happening with my life in both books. I looked the part, but I wasn't living the part. And that's critical because most people, if they're honest, that's what a lot of people do. They look the part. We go into these, you know, almost auto with, we need to do this, 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 this checklist of life or, you know, someone else's representation of what our life should be like. And we get boxed into conformity. And now the real, real person is going through hell, but we go, yeah. Yes, exactly. how can I help you? Yes, yes, I'll go back and get that degree. Oh, yes, I'll elevate. Oh, yes, I'll supervise 26 people. Oh, yes, I'll work my ass. Excuse, I curse. You can curse. I'll work my ass to the bone for this job, and y'all don't appreciate me worth a damn. Yes, I'll do that. So we get in that, and we are not living our true, authentic lives. 
And so my journey was to help people live their true authentic life. It's time out for that nonsense. It's time out for living for someone else or living this facade when we're killing ourselves or hurting in the inside. Mm. And so it's we can't do that anymore. And so that's my journey of my you know, struggles through managing and figure this out. So that was book one of the reset of moving back home at nearly 40 years old. And I'm like, seriously, I'm supposed to be somewhere just fabulous. And I am back in my childhood bedroom. Okay. The bed. Okay. This is, and I have two kids to tell Wishing. right? Yeah. <laughs> Wishing you were someplace else before we, let's pause for just one second. Okay. Okay. You're a little bit blurry. So what I want you to do is I want you to go to your camera and put your thumb over it and let it reset itself. Just put it right over the top. There you go. Now let it go. Did there you go. There you oh, go. Because wow. what happens when you, when you <laughs> lean forward, it does an autofocus kind of thing. And oh, sometimes it okay. doesn't come back. I just learned that like two days ago. So Well, I'm thanking you for sharing that knowledge. That's what it's all about, sharing knowledge and helping people elevate. There you go. When you see that, just it's the thumb trick. Thank you. You're oh, welcome. I learned something new today. I'm alive for Thank you for that. I'm good for something. I knew it. Always. <laughs> oh, so yeah. So then, so that was book one. And so book two is really like people thought book one. You thought book one was full of drama. Book two takes it into okay. This is real. Real life really looks like while I'm living back in my hometown of Tulsa, Oklahoma. I'm depressed. I don't want to be there. Uh, it's supposed to be easier than living in Atlanta, living in Phoenix, living in Dallas, and I'm having the struggles of my life in my own hometown where I should be thriving. And I didn't know at the time what I know now, less 10, 11 years removed, that you are the co-creator of your existence. It's you who set that tone. It's your mindset. It's your belief system. It's what you think, what you say, what you feel about yourself. Well, I was feeling really damn crappy. And so I was, you know, emitting crappiness, messiness, messologist, right? The mm -hmm. mess. And so it was really like, okay, so how do I... Um, deal with being back here and, and figuring this out. And I got all these issues, all these issues that I ran from before are now going, yeah, we've been sitting here waiting for about 20 years. Welcome back, you know? And, you know, and my kids are angry because they don't want to be there. I'm angry. I'm dealing with family dynamics. And then it's my self-discovery that, um, girl, you're pretty screwed up. <laughs> you're sitting here fabulous. Listen, this is a true story, guys. You can't make this up. So for my 40th birthday, right? 40 fabulous, right? You got to just bring 40 in. I have this big extravagant birthday party. It's about, it's in the book. And I have people coming from out of state. We have a hotel, you know, it's about peacocks. I have this peacock uh, feathers coming off my dress, peacock feathers coming out my shoes. I am just fabulous, right? The whole facade. I have people at my house. We're getting, I'm renting hotel suites and my car is in the garage because it's hiding from the repo man. In the midst of that, it doesn't even occur to me like, girl, your priorities are completely screwed up. But it was about the fabulous 49. Man. Yeah, not taking that money and going, pay your car note, even though, you know, it's a lot of drama going on. But I'm going, no, I am going to step into fabulous 40 because I'm a dressed up mess, right? I'm still a mess because I dress it up. I hide all of the insecurities, all of the chaos, all of the foolishness because I come out hair done, makeup done, you know, uh, dressed to the nines. I, like I said, so over the top. 
so it's that extravagant, you know, well-spoken and all this stuff. So it looks like I don't have a car in the world, but in the inside, I'm empty. My life is chaotic. I'm a hot, complete mess. And I don't even know it to the core. And then I have the realization of the real, like, girl, you are dressed up mess. You're still a mess. And, and listen, it's called spiritual interruption. I have a spiritual interruption. <laughs> so you like my chapter titles, right? So I have this spiritual interruption to let me know um, you kind of screwed up. <laughs> and you might want to do something about it. And I'm and like, you're the repo yeah. man. Yes. <laughs> you know, and this song, you ever heard of this song? In the world. And, and and people, if they're honest, some people, I'm not the only person in the world that has had a car repossessed, right? It's a whole business. <laughs> so, but people aren't going to be honest enough. And so what's the difference with my books is that I'm honest. I'm honest enough to say, yeah, I was pretty screwed up. And I looked like I had it together. And I had all this stuff. You know, I'm getting ready to graduate with my master's degree. And, you know, the, re the repo, the car. He was really nice, though. He actually called me and let me take my car to meet him so I wouldn't be embarrassed by my neighbors, uh, that I could go drop the car off. Now, what repossession does that? Like God still looks after his fools, right? I, I was being a total fool and he still showed me grace and mercy to allow the repo person to meet me. Like go drop the car off. I don't want your neighbors to know. You seem like a really nice lady. Like you can't make the stuff up. Go drop the car off. I'll pick it up. I'll let you know when I pick it up. And then, you know, you have a nice life and I wish all the best for you. What repo person does that? That's my story. I have the craziest experiences that sound like fiction that's real. And then I'm and and guess what happens in the midst of that? I'm still like, well, I want to go shopping. <laughs> <laughs> Mental health issues. Shopping and sex. So I want to go shopping. I want to have sex. I can't worry about the car right now. So yeah, this is that real life crazy ass journey of me still being a mess. And then finally, the next book in the series is not out yet. It's upcoming and it's on the back of this one. It tells you the upcoming books. Y'all see me? Uh, it tells you the upcoming books. And even though you can see it says, a coming soon, undress the mess. And that's me really coming to the space where it's like, okay, it's not everybody else. It's you, me having to look in the mirror and face my ugly truths and go, it's not my mother. It's not Austin. It's not... Uh, it's not, you know, jobs. It's me. It's not discord. Life. Only very few of us ever get to that point in life where we're really going. I asked the craziest question on earth. I said to creator, show me who I am at the seat of my soul. That's a deep loaded question. There's a book and then I got to see how screwed up I exactly was. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to undress all that mess and unpack it. Right. So undress the mess. So I had to unpack all of that pride, all of that craziness, all of that limited mindset, all of those bad programming and be reset. So that's why I kind of talked about the thing with Corona. Sometimes we just got to get reset, even though it may not be pretty, even though it might be hurtful, even though there may be some loss in the process, it's necessary to reset to get to purpose. And so really the four books is my purpose journey. And then the mess to masterpiece is the purpose. I'm living in purpose the crap still happens, right? But now instead of going in the closet and crying and ready to die and kill myself and say, God doesn't like me, I go, oh, check how you're thinking. Check what you're saying. Check Choose how you're thinking thoughts. about yourself. Yeah, self-regulation. <laughs> I have one, one big question for you. Okay. What took you so long? 
<laughs> to get to the space or to get the book out? To do which one? I don't know. <laughs> to get your to life again. It's great. You know, what I really love about what you're doing is that you're putting it out there. And I think that yeah. from just from reading this myself, that I just uh, learning through your experience where, you know, you, it's so easy to see in retrospect, to look back and say, you know, she should have taken a left turn there, not a right turn, Exactly. you know? And so this is like, it's a very, it's, I mean, even though it's a, you know, it's a book, a real, real book about your life. This is a very um, educational it is. It's a tool. I mean, this is amazing. And I love that you're heading in that direction and you've got your uh, certificate now to, to do life planning and to get yeah. you know, help, help people that are in this type of a mess in their life. That is the Absolutely. beauty of it. And I, I just I just say that is such a gift that you have. And uh, thank you, Dominique. And, oh, thank and, you and I'm sitting here pondering on the question of what took so long. I was walking dead. I was asleep. I didn't know. And, and, and to be honest, if we can be real transparent and authentic, I'll tell you what changed. In 2014, so I'm got to get the story. I'm the baby. I'm a, I am the baby of my family. I'm a 10th uh, child combined. I'm my mother's seventh child. I'm my dad's fourth child. I'm their only child together of 10. I, you know, I broke the most, so they did it no more, right? And um. So I was always a daddy's girl. I had a really close relationship with my dad, but not so much with my mom. And growing up, my dad worked in Alaska. And so he would be gone like when he first went nine months at a time, three or four months at a time. But in this started in the 70s. And I was a little girl when he started working in Alaska. And so those times that we got to spend together when he was home on R&R was so special. And I was spoiled. And I didn't recognize until writing the book that that really made my mom pissed, but that's a whole nother story. That's book one. <laughs> so what happened in my transformation is my dad was always kind of that rock. No matter what, you know, we could talk about anything and deal with anything. He wasn't very overbearing, but he just allowed you to be who you were. And he made everybody feel like their fate, that he was their favorite, but everybody knew I was the favorite. Right. And so daddy's girl. So what happened, the transformation is in 2014, my dad um, died in my arms. Oh. And when you have a an event like that, I remember you telling me that. Yeah, yeah, that was an event because what also happened, which I was very ashamed to talk about, is I saw a soul leave his body, and I thought it was crazy because I never knew anything about um, esoteric, esoteric, the cult, the, the, the you know spirituality. I was very church or not church. It was in the church or the club for me. There was no in between, right? I was either partying or I was at church. Or I would go party, then go to church. <laughs> <laughs> and then my prayers was like, pay these bills because I was shopping, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I had never got to that deep surface of this relationship with creator, our all being, right? The all-knowing one. I was too surface, right? It, it, was a, it was the thing to do, especially in the South. I lived in Atlanta. So you always have to be attached to a church and Southern Baptist. And then it would be little sprinkles of things that would happen in life, but I wasn't smart enough to get them. But when my dad transitioned in my arms and I saw his soul leave his body, I was like, whoa, wait a minute, something just happened here. And I know that these doctors and nurses saw that too, or am I just crazy? And so honestly, I thought I was crazy because I didn't know where to go to the, for the answers. I had not been exposed to that life. And I only told one person at that time, and that was my daughter. And she was like, she was always this savior, this, this, um, 
Clary, uh, Clary senses. She's always that way. And I didn't understand her worth a damn, which made mm -hmm. our relationship so challenging. That's why you see some of that stuff with my daughter in the books that we had this tumultuous relationship because I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I didn't know how to parent her. And, and, and she was very clairvoyant and clear senses and questioning stuff that I didn't have no damn answers to. And so it was a difficult, I loved her and I see all this potential, but I did not, I could not comprehend her because she was so already out there, like light years ahead of everybody. And I'm like, who in the world is this child? <laughs> and she would call me on my shit on a regular basis. And I didn't like that. Right. So um, she was your guardian angel. He was, and, and I didn't know it. And so we had bumped heads all the time. And so when my dad transitioned and I lost, and this is really what my lesson was, when the giver of life loses life, what do you do? And so I had to now come to creator real and authentic and naked and exposed. And instead of, you know, all the fanfare, I was in the bottom of my closet crying and <laughs> going, why'd you kill my daddy? Why'd you take my daddy? And I was, you know, 43 years old, 44, mm -hmm. you know, 43 when he passed, 44, 45. When you say why it takes so long, this is midlife crisis for real because I don't have my dad to turn to. And if I don't have him to turn to, I'm pissed. And then I go, why don't you just kill me? You know, that's how I was. I lost 20 pounds in like three weeks. I wouldn't eat. I was just going through the motions. Very auto. I could get to work. I, I don't even know what happened at work that day because I was checked out and I come home and I would go in my room and I shut the door. So my daughter had to pretty much, they were older, but they, she had to parent because I couldn't be, I couldn't show up for myself or anyone else, but I would go through the motions. And so finally, one time I actually asked, I said, if you're not going to kill me, this is real. You know, this is very adult shit. Then Show me who I am at the seat of my soul because I don't know who I am. And that question changed the whole course of my life. Mm -hmm. I was exposed like nothing else, like all this stuff, you know, like the walls came down, the veils were lifted, all kinds of stuff. I started studying. I've been studying for seven years, almost. It'll be seven years this year of my dad transition. Uh, you know, what is really the meaning of life? What is my purpose? I started going on the spiritual enlightenment, this journey, it pulled me out of the church. And when you lose friends, you lose, in growth, there's loss. But when I tell you, I'm not attached to stuff like I used to be, like the clothes, like I still love clothes, I still shop, you know, I still do that stuff, but I'm not attached to it. Mm -hmm. I'm not attached to anything. When I moved here, I literally gave my car away. I gave all the contents of my house away. I walked away from a job making about 80 grand a year. And I gave everything away to start over almost 5,000 miles away from home to a man I'd known maybe a year. And he's quite older than me. So you talk about change and transition because creator put me in the top rank at my job and position. I was in early education for over 20 years. I started working for an organization called Zero to Three. I am at the top. I work from home majority of the time. I'm a consultant, so to speak, to Head Start programs. I've talked to only the region head. I'm over eight states. I'm, I'm flying all over the place. I'm living life. And then God was like, but I thought you wanted to get married. Hmm. Let's see. <laughs> You want to be married, but do you want to have this job and all these titles and all this stuff? And I'm going, really, God, are you now you still screwing me? What is wrong with you? <laughs> and I chose, I chose love, right? And then it took my life on a whole nother path, but it allowed me to write my books, finally get them done. It allowed me to be here having this conversation with you. It allows me to look at this window over the subjects, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
Yeah. I'm so serious, guys. I think I'm a queen. I knew I was in a former life. No one could tell me different. But it allowed me to get to my authenticity. It allowed me to be who I am and be unapologetic. It allows me to tell my story, all the ugly parts with no shame. I don't care who judges. I don't care whoever's going to need the story is going to get it and they're going to get it raw. So they're going to see this little black African-American chocolate ass woman rise because in America, let's be real. They don't, that's not particularly what they like. I didn't come with the right paint job. I didn't come even in my own race. I didn't come with the shade of the paint job. I have this under here. I've cut all the braids out. I got rid of the blonde. I have, you know, my hair is short now. We're in my natural curly hair and I'm loving it. We're in a love affair because society and life kept saying, no, it's not good enough. You have a broad nose. You, you know, you're all these things is wrong. This is the messaging. You need to do this, do that, do this. Only thing I didn't have was surgery, but to be honest with you, I thought about rhinoplasty plenty of times. But now I'm like, take this big ass wide nose, take this big broad shoulders, take this black ass skin and in your face and love it or leave it. I don't give a damn, I'm gonna be me. And that's my journey from master masterpiece. Anybody don't like me, I don't know who that is. I, I, I root for me. And that's the key to life. You root for yourself. You don't need anybody else to root for you. If you root for yourself, creator will bring the people in your path to root for you. You have to check how you think. You have to check how you what you say. And you have to check how you feel about yourself. Nothing else matters. And that's my journey. And that's now I'm a life coach. I'm a confidence coach. I teach people to get unstuck. You don't have to be a damn train wreck like me, right? But if there's some place in your life that's unfulfilled and you're not sure how to, to, to handle that, then I help you get unstuck by these three simple principles. And I can back it with the greats. Neville Goddard, like I study the old people that's been doing the centuries. Florence Neville Shin, uh, Nightingale, Reverend Ike, like um, Louise Hay. I've been studying for seven years quiet. As much as I talk, I've been studying. I, I, I look at the ancient civilizations. I study culture. I study the, the occult of the uh, spiritual realm, the esoteric, the esoteric, I comprehend it. And I will refute it against anyone. I can tell people from a biblical stance, a, 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 a scientific stance, a, you know, just street jargon stance. And I can back it with evidence. And you know what the evidence is more than anything other than going back and referring to all of them is my life. That's right. The transformation of my life. People are like, yeah, of course. Good and good I think just from, just and I'm like, no, saying, I think I think from just from what you're saying, I'm right, what I'm what I'm hearing is. It's about choices, making the smart choice based on what it is that you ideally want. That's it. In a nutshell, like you said, you can easily look at my book and go, gosh, she should have turned left. She went way off course. Now I know. <laughs> when I'm with going off course, course. you always got to come back. And you do know? you turn. So it doesn't mean when you get to your masterpiece, because now I'm living in my masterpiece and I'm unapologetic. I'm unfiltered. People, you know, people who curse, they don't have intelligence. I'm smart like a mug, right? I have several degrees. I have I have common sense. I have knowledge. I'm a studier. I talk so damn much. It was on all of my report cards. Refrain from unnecessary talking usually does not. So I was born to talk. They didn't know that I was going to use this busy voice to first for the 20 years advocate for children and families in early education. And then for the remainder of the years to advocate for those who need help getting unstuck and to live their best true authentic life. So I tell it in my books, a dressed up mess, still a mess, 
Next book is Undress the Mess. And then the next one is Mess to Masterpiece. Then after that, I'm going to go to fiction. I'm going to go children's books. I'm going to do everything that I want to do because I can. Because anything that I say after I am is creation. And I know that I am able. I am capable. I am worthy. I am all that I need to be. I am that I am. That's my message. Okay. That's it. Is this I a fortunate woman or what? <laughs> <laughs> so even from the last time we met, I've elevated and changed so much. I can feel it all the way over here at 8,000 miles. That's what I want to. I want people to feel my energy. I want the world to be impacted. I know my purpose. So when I asked that question, show me who I am to see the soul, creator had to unpack all this junk. And show me you are perfect just as you are, regardless of who says it or not. You got to get rid of all that insecurity. You got to get rid of not good enough. You got to get rid of lack mentality. So I'm speaking to someone's soul right now and I can feel it. I can feel it in the atmosphere. Someone's life is being changed right now in this moment because you gave the opportunity for me to come here and spread this knowledge. So I'm so grateful for you for having this platform for people to share their stories and show them why they're behind the passion. Well, I'm behind the passion. I'm on top of the passion. I'm under the passion. I'm around the passion. I'm very passionate about my journey and I'm breaking mental chains. I'm breaking those binds that have held people down. I'm breaking those emotional barriers because my purpose is to heal people through my words in books, to heal people through my coaching, to heal people through my training. And just by being in my presence, your life will be enlightened because I am that I am. And that's my story. <laughs> the end. The end. <laughs> Look, the end. <laughs> Need I say more? So, oh, that's great. That's where we then, are. I'm sitting here listening to you, right? And I know, you know, I'm everyone all are listening to you. I have a conversation going on in my head, right? And, uh -huh. and the cool part was like what I'm listening to you with your energy and your words and everything like that. I can't hear myself think <laughs> like this is great because I need, I always need to have that, that recharge going on. I always tell people the Good. reason I like loud music is so I can't hear myself think. <laughs> and so I just did that for you, right? You did that for me. That was great. That is hilarious. And and that's really it. I'll, you know, in, in everything, I will, I have to be true to me. And that has been a fight. A lot of the times, especially when you are a giver and you give so much to other people, somebody needs to hear this. When you're always giving to other people, you 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 take from yourself and you put yourself last. So we teach people how to treat us. And then when we say, hold up, wait a minute, we're not doing this anymore. And they're like, what the hell you mean? You you've taught me to treat you this way. You taught me to put you last. You taught me that you would take care of everything. This is my issue. You'll handle it. And and now I have to reteach a lot of people in my life, my kids, my husband, my family. Uh, some of my friends. And guess what? If you're not in the space of being retaught, you got to go because now I choose me no matter what unapologetically. And I go in peace because with growth, there is loss. So if you are experiencing loss, anyone who's listening or will see this in the rerun is growth and loss. When you are experiencing that loss, you are growing because think about this. In order to elevate, you have to let go. Because a balloon, in order to fly into the sky, you have to let go. A plane, in order to so to fly to the destination, has to come off the ground. A bird, and able to get out of that nest and go on and live its life, has to soar. And you have to let go of those things that bind you down. And some of us, or so many of us, are dealt to our emo to our um, emotional. Uh, baggage, those unhealed wounds. A lot of us are tied to titles and stuff and things. I have had things I have had not. I have been absolutely broke to where I was on welfare. 
and I've had six figures. Money is a tool. The end goal is not money. So if you have money, let's, and I know I'm going all over the place, but this is real. Someone needs this because this is part of the elevation and to break those chains. If you have money and you're taking a road trip, right? So let's, you and I are going to take a road trip, Dominique. We're going to go from Chicago to Oklahoma, right? Okay. So we're starting in Chicago and you and I are in the car. Your wife can come, you know, whoever you want can be in the car. And we stop at the gas station because we need gas. And you go and stuff all the money in your pocket in the tank. Where the hell are you going? <laughs> Nowhere. You're going to be sitting your ass at the gas tank because the huh? gas, the car does not need money. The car needs gas. It's an exchange. So you go and give the cashier the money so that you can get the gas to take your butt on down the road. When we start learning that money is the tool and not the say all and in all, everything around you is money. Those peacocks are money. See my baby in the back? You can't see the other one to the side, but I have another baby over here. They're six feet. They're so over. One of these days I'm going to do an interview where they're out and they show their wings are just spread. There's jewels all over the wings. My books, guys, are symbolic. The peacocks on the front. And I'll tell yep. you about that quickly. And the peacock dress on this lady as we hold these up. I love peacocks. Peacocks are symbolic. The male peacock is the beautiful one. And I'll mm -hmm. come back to that in just a minute. But the point is about money and how we view life. Everything around us is money. Your chair, your, your house, everything is money. So stop thinking money is this little green piece of paper that you need. Because if you are hungry and you eat a dollar, your ass going to still be hungry and probably sick. <laughs> so it's just a tool. Use it as the tool it is. I just broke some chains on somebody and I feel it. And so everything is a tool. Use the tools accordingly. You are the most important person in the whole entire world. And you should be that to you. Nobody else. Nobody else comes before you. Not your mom, your dad, your sisters, your brothers, your wife, your husband, your kids, your job. You should be first because when you put yourself first and you treat yourself well, you teach everybody else how to treat you well because they know that the energy that you vibrate on is not going to accept mediocre. And so that's who I am. I am Allie West, the messologist, not to be confused with the psychologist. If you need that, go there. But the messologist gets into the mess. It gets into the thick of things and it gets you unstuck. You may not use mess. I use mess because it's a play on words for me. I was a dressed up mess. I was still a mess. I had to undress the mess and I went from a mess to my masterpiece. I coined myself the messologist and is someone who turns messes into masterpieces because I learned to master peace. I have peace in my life. People who disturb my peace get cut. Even my kids, I block them. I don't answer the phone and I had them and they mean a lot to me. If my husband disturbs my peace, he gets cut. <laughs> I haven't cut him with a knife, but you know, you got to get cut because my peace is more important because when I'm at peace, I'm creative. When I'm at peace, I'm love. When I'm, when I'm at peace, I am that I am. So if you provide a space for me for peace and I provide that for myself, we all soar. If you disrupt that piece, you get cut. And that's just life. Mm -hmm. That's my elevation. I was a dressed up mess. I was still a mess. I had to undress the mess. Now I walk in my masterpiece. Mess still comes, but now I know how to navigate. Instead, Remember you said there's points in my book when you said clearly she should have turned left. Well, mm -hmm. now I know how to turn left. I know how to do a U-turn. I know how to pop a wheelie, spin on two wheels and come back fabulous and be so kind and just cut to your soul so that your soul knows that you are greatness. Okay. Last <laughs> word. What do you want to say to the people that are going to listen to this or the people that are listening to now? What, what's your final, final words about your book and your whole journey? Boom. Okay. It's okay to be a mess. It's not okay to stay a mess. In 2021, we're breaking these chains of the messy, the chaos, the stuck. Is it your time to elevate? Because this is a year of elevation and exponential growth. 
Anything that you say after the word I am is a creation. So make sure that your I am statements are positive statements because I am that I am and it creates the lies for you. Check how you think, check what you say and check how you feel about yourself and buy my books. <laughs> and you can also call me, contact me for coaching. My website is AllieWest.com and we'll get that in the comments or something somewhere. My yep. books can be found at AllieWest.com. Uh, they can also be found on Amazon. I am currently in the process of accepting coaching clients. So uh, I have calendar now, but we're getting ready to integrate it to my website. So you can just go on my website and schedule a free 15 minute consultation and, you know, just go be great. Go be great. Go be great. Let the world see who you truly and authentically are. Live unapologetically and be great. That's it. Be it's all great. About great. That's your assignment. Be you great. Have a, you, have a, you have a new fan, Angela. Thank you, Angela. Thank you love. Oh, you just made my soul smile. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you for your time because I do understand that everybody's time is valuable. And you guys got to know, I got to tell this, Dominique, before we go. Okay, guys, I'm in Germany. We haven't changed time yet. I don't even know what time it is. I'm so confused. Dominique and I were talking earlier. I was like, seven o'clock my time, right? And in my head, that was right. And he was giving me his time, but I wasn't thinking that y'all's time had changed because ours haven't. So I went out exercising, I'm walking, I go to the store, I'm walking up the mountain, I'm having a good time. And I get into the house like 20 minutes before and he says, I'm ready when you are. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? I am I'm sweaty, I just came in from an hour walk. What are you talking about? He is so kind, so patient because we were supposed to do this an hour ago, but everything is right on time. We were supposed to do this an hour ago and he was so kind and so patient. And for your time, you know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna send you a free copy of this book because that's for you making that adjustment. So I will be sending, this is my promotional copy. So on Tuesday, I will be mailing out copies because my author copies are coming. So if you want an autograph copy, you can go to my website, aliwest.com, sign up for my newsletter. That's getting ready to start. I am I also blog, I do fashion. I'm, I'm every woman, right? And so Dominique, because I infringed on your time because I'm special, then you know you get another copy. So I'm gonna autograph the I second have, one. I have my- Yes. Right and joy right there. Yes. And now I'm sending book two, but I'll be mailing it on Tuesday because my I'm waiting for my deliveries. You know how they do. I have to wait for my delivery. So I ordered some as a consumer so that I can have them for promotions. Sure. I got those in two days. Okay. Thank you, Don. Thank you. Go to my website, AllieWest.com, if you would like them autographed. And I'll be mailing out on Tuesday because my uh, author's copies will be here on Saturday. Uh, if you need it quicker than that, thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Angela. Oh my God, you guys. Thank you so much, Dominique. You are, you know, you're my favorite, right? You know that. We have this sister from Mr. and Brother. Yeah. Yeah. AllieWest.com, guys, if you would like autograph copies, go to Amazon, Allie West, uh, Addressed a Mess, Still a Mess, if you want to go through your Prime. Uh, there's ebooks available. I am actually in the uh, process of uh, talking to someone about doing the ebook, so they will be ebooks soon. Thank you, Kali. You guys are just, oh my God, you guys are going to make me cry. Now, look, I didn't put on these lashes and everything and this All makeup. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> See, and we're growing, and you're going to nominate some people. I'm very happy. So. My book can be delivered everywhere, Kali. Yes. If you if go onto my website and order through my website and I will mail it to you directly. It will be it. Uh-oh. She just blanked out on us. Oh well. 
too much energy, too much excitement. She totally, <laughs> that's funny. Well, anyway, she'll be back in a minute. I'm sure she's freaking out. But uh, such great energy for her, isn't it? I mean, from her. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Allie West, yeah, she uh, and I met a little while ago online, and she was the person behind the passion, and she was a little more low-key a year, a little over a year ago, but now she's got, she's been making progress, right? And so she's got her, had her first book out that that was like a big jump in, in, in level uh, of energy. Now her second book. So she's got, she's going to like do a series of four. So let's all wish her lots of, you know, with lots of love, luck and love. And um, yeah, so definitely Angela, she definitely has the energy. So, okay, well, listen, I will hang this up We are 45 minutes. Thank you all for joining Please uh, share it out to wherever you, anybody that you know that may need her book or services. Please do that. And we will see you guys soon. Love you all. Take care. Have a fabulous, fabulous day, evening, morning, wherever you're at in the world. Bye-bye for now.